You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome to another Tadpog podcast. You sound good. It's a show that happens twice a week, mm-hmm. where two old guys play old games. This week, we'll be playing through, well, it's Original Flavor Wednesday. Yeah. So we're playing down through Digital Trends, Top 25, Sage Genesis games. Mm-hmm. This week, we're on 13. Tick. There you go. You got it. 13, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Yep. But first... I'm your beard host, Tyler. Mm-hmm. And there's some salsas here for us to try. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to see if you would do that for the, do entire, this for show. the entire show. Uh, we have been what? <laughs> referred to as the poor man's. Uh, You're the poor man's hourglass. Mm. <laughs> so I got something much more negative. I don't remember what it was, though. <laughs> something about a southern accent. Because, <laughs> uh, see, Lord Mike of Purdue, when he was going to Talon Falls, which is Paducah's haunted house type thing. Yeah. Um, That's the first time I've been, uh, I had a chainsaw put on my body. Was it Talon Falls? <laughs> <laughs> I, God, I went my senior year of high school and that's it. Didn't like it. Nope. What didn't you like about it? Thought it was just, it was more expensive than I thought it was worth. It was expensive. I remember that. It was just that. sort of hokey. Like, yeah. Like, eh, eh. Yeah. You know what's scarier to me than the actual haunted house? And I think this is just because... Todd Farron. Yeah. Todd Farron, yeah. <laughs> um, my, I don't even know what he... I don't even know anything about him, honestly. Um, he's uh, a photographer here in town, right? Yep. Oh, my God. We're yep. going to get sued by Todd Farron. <laughs> uh, I know my mom knows him, and my mom thinks yeah. he's an asshole. So, well, <laughs> so I'm just right. speaking through my, through my mother. Yeah. And that's an opinion. You can't uh-huh. sue somebody over that's an opinion. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember, I remember going and like, what's scarier to me than haunted houses are is like waiting in line at a haunted house. Like that's a lot scarier mm. to me than the actual haunted <laughs> house. And I think it's just because of like social anxiety. Like I just mm. think because it's like I don't know how to like. Here's the thing, right? Okay, when you're waiting in line at a haunted house, sometimes the haunters, uh, the the employed um, haunters, will come out and like fuck with people in line right Uh (laughs) uh-huh and it's like i never know what's the social contract the haunters and the gingars yes (laughs) (laughs) and the ghastlies (laughs) so i don't know like what's the social contract there do i like do i need to pretend like they're scaring me like do i so i can encourage them like hey you're doing a good job here guy so i'm gonna i'm gonna pretend to be scared or what what i mean what's proper procedure on that uh laughter yeah, laughter. I think either way, either it's diffusing, you're being scared, or you think it's lame, or you think it. I mean, I think universally, laughter. Yeah, pretty acceptable. I like haunted houses though because they send you in those like groups of four or five or whatever, and then I get to scare my wife a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I wrote down two things before because I don't know why it prompted it. I think you said because of Halloween, so it made me think of what I'd like to do for our Halloween episode. Okay. What I think we should do. What should we do? I'd like to do Five Nights at Freddy's. Okay. We talked about that like two years ago. Yeah. I think. 
and then when we, it was a newer game, and then we didn't get to it. And now there's like 18 of them or something like there that. There are I think the fifth one is about to come out. I think like Markiplier got an advanced copy because that's like his thing is that game. Yeah. So the creator sent him an early copy of Sister Project, which is the or Sister uh, Sister Location, which it's, is the fifth game. Oh, I see. I um, will probably go ahead and stream that, although I worry because like I've watched a lot of like people stream survival horror, mm-hmm. and it's like like okay, if you want like a totally safe for work softcore porn, watch somebody stream a survival <laughs> horror game because like the <laughs> acting is like just exactly the same. It's just like oh. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> and it's like, you're fucking acting. You're not. This isn't, this isn't real. You're you're pretending to be scared because you know that's what people that's what people are coming yeah. to see. So like I I'm down. Let's do it. Because mm-hmm. I wanna I haven't played the game. I want to experience. But what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna try to because I've been streaming the games we've that we have been talking about. I'm gonna try to just stream it just as completely straight faced. That would and be just like just completely emotionless, <laughs> just a sociopath, just like clicking his way mm, through Chuck mm-hmm, E. Cheese, mm, mm, eating a cheeseburger, from, mm. right? <laughs> I, I I anticipate that you really like it. I, I think, think that you I will, will too, because Brainy Junior is obsessed with it. So there are shirts and blankets and toys and stuff all around all around the house because they all all of the girls. Love, love love this horror, pretty scary horror game. But I mean, as far as like horror goes, though, isn't it pretty like PG? I it's, mean, it's I guess it's more of a thriller, really. Yeah, because it's just very, very tense. I mean, like demons aren't like popping out of people's dicks, right? Mm-mm. I mean, so no. I mean that's pretty tense because like that's the shit I'm used to in survival yeah. horror at this point. Yeah, where it's like <laughs> Resident oh. Evil Seven, yeah, right? Demon dicks, <laughs> right? <laughs> And then I also, because I'm getting way ahead of myself. Yeah, let's do it. But unless let's there's some, something you have in mind for there is not. our upcoming other ship Monday. Um, I was going to suggest a few options, but um, I really hadn't settled on anything. Do you have something in mind? Uh, two different things. There's depending on what depending on what's next on the list. Uh, Fatal Fury is next on the list. Okay. So then next, I would like to do Kid Chameleon. Okay, that was going to be one of the options mm-hmm. that I was going to offer, because I remember you mentioning it. Kid Chameleon uh, with Barbecue Bear and Drew Roland. Okay. If we can work that out. That's yeah. something he had t- talked to me about. And then the next thing that I was going to do is another Todd Pog. Okay. So it, to prep for Shining Force 2 to do Shining Force and sort of Haja for Game Gear. Okay. I'm so. down I'm down for either. How about we leave it up to um, Drew what, Pops Drew and Heroes yeah. schedule. If he can do, if he can record... So there you go, uh, let's Drew. Do Kid Chameleon. If not, then we'll do the Todd Pog. That sounds good. All right, all right. It's I like it when we hash things out on the air. I, I really do. I actually really do like <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> because it's weird. Like um, when we're not on the mics, we don't make eye contact. We just kind of like grunt at each <laughs> we other. Grub, yeah, yeah. But this is like this is this is good. I feel like we actually like okay. accomplished something here today. <laughs> I was mentioning Lord Mike coming back from Talon Falls. Yeah, all right. He back went to our intro. Back to that. He went to that pepper store in Louisville and brought us back three what looked like extremely hot salsas, especially this one on the right. Okay, so what are we working with? What do we got? I know we got a white lid, a black lid, and a gold lid. Is mm-hmm. this 
in like the salsa sphere, does this mean like different levels of quality? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna what because I know this one. This is this one on the right is ghost pepper, so it's gonna be the hottest. Right, and that's the one with the last. gold lids. That's the best. I'm mm-hmm. thinking the white lid is probably your basic. That's bitch what salsa, I'm thinking because right? I looked at the because it's Kylito salsa, and I assume it's a joke on Carlito's way. I don't know, but there's remember me because I know it's not the hottest salsa that they have because okay. there's still a little bit of room on this uh, on this guy's hat on his sombrero. That is white, so I assume there's another level of heat. Okay. So I'm assuming this is probably going to be That's the weakest one, and then this middle one. With the black lid. Mm-hmm. Mateo's Gourmet Salsa, uniquely different. Okay. So let's go in order of what we think is going to be the low shelf to high yes. shelf. That's that, that. that. Yeah, that is what I would like to do. So I'm going to open this Kailito's Salsa. Okay. Ooh, that's a good pop. And Lord Mike did bring us uh, a bag of... Uh, Tostitos to eat with these. I made the mistake of leaving them out, and they were devoured by girls. So I made us ah. some tortilla chips. Uh, I'm glad you've been checking your girl traps. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like homemade tortilla chips. I so, do not make them often enough. Dip out some here. All right. And then give this to you. Yeah, that's a little watery. Yeah, they're all the watery variety. Okay. Do you, um, what is your preference on salsa? Do you like chunk to it? I like chunk. I do too. Mm-hmm. For some reason, watery sort of just feels cheap to me. Although I know I'm sure these were not like 99 cent right. bargain bin salsas. Okay, here we go. I'm getting a good scoop on this. Okay, you All ready? Right. Yep. Okay, that's pretty good. I like it. Yeah, it's got good flavor. I thought I initially like, oh, there's some heat. Oh, it's gone. The guy on the label looks like Randy Marsh fuck Guy Fieri. <laughs> That'll be on the Instagram. That's good. Thank you, Micah. That's a pretty good one. Okay. I like that. I could eat that casually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's enough heat to it that it's better than like the Walmart salsa that says hot. Yeah. You know? No, that's so much better than the mm-hmm. Walmart hot salsa. Yeah. So now Mateo's Gourmet Salsa, uniquely different, not responsible for obsession, hot. So I think they're both, both of these are habanero salsas. Okay. So this is Matthew McConaughey's salsa? Yep. (laughs) Great. All right. And I will go ahead and get a dip out of this one. All right. God, I love cilantro. Yeah, this one definitely smells. Oh, it's got a lot of cilantro in it? Yeah, I'm seeing more cilantro. Nice. Love cilantro. I do too. I'm with you. Yeah, this one definitely smells, smells... Hotter. Yeah, there's a lot of seeds in this one, too. Mm-hmm. That's promising. Yeah, it does smell hotter. Yep. So I think we chose correctly on the order. All right. I'm going to dip here. Dip my chip. Chips out for Harambe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does this have any heat to it? I don't have any. This doesn't have any heat to it. I just get smokiness. Yeah, really. This is not hot at all. Yeah. I wow. Need, I need to confirm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just that other one. Maybe it's the uh, Carlitos Way salsa mm-hmm. that ruined it for me. Here, I'm going to get a big, big glob. Yeah, because, man, nothing. Just just the smokiness. No. I got no heat, man. All right. Well, we chose poorly, I feel like. All right. Yeah, it even smelt like it looked hotter, but yeah. Wow. It's got all the seeds and everything. Yeah, I got you that for thought sure. So. Okay. All right. Maybe then, they fucked up on this one. Maybe. Like, because after after Brandon 
of Axelay fame got that bag of Funyuns with no seasoning on it that it made me like, <laughs> oh, there will just be bad batches of stuff. So I just wonder, like, if I don't like something, if this isn't hot, is this a fucked up batch like that bag of Funyuns? Do you think that bag of Funyuns would be worth money? You know how, like, when a comic book is run incorrectly and it's, like, <laughs> skyrockets in value? Uh, Funyuns, no seasoning, <laughs> right. extra rare, $250. Oops, all yuns. <laughs> there is no fun in this bag. <laughs> uh, this last one is Jardine's Small Batch Gluten-Free Ghost Pepper XXX Salsa. Okay, that sounds good. Although, I tell you what, man, I love the heat of Ghost Pepper, I'm not a huge fan of the flavor of ghost pepper. I'm with you because I feel like the the heat is it's not a, it's not a lingering heat. It's just like hits you hard shot, and fast. Right? Yeah, but yeah, there's not a lot of flavor behind it. That's like it's weird because like I love the flavor of jalapeno. Mm-hmm. That's like I love that um, that green salsa that Mike H sent us mm-hmm. because of the flavor. It's like it's got a decent enough heat, but like man, that jalapeno flavor goes great on so much mm-hmm. shit. I'm down to like a half of that bottle. That's how I am with that Mexican hot sauce that he sent me. Like I made fish tacos earlier and coated those fish tacos in it. It's so good. Man, that that brand. I know. Bring I'm it. loving that Poblano bland. Brand. <laughs> bland. <laughs> no exaggeration. This salsa is over the top hot with over the top delicious too. Ooh. Wanting to create an extreme heat salsa that not only satisfies your I like it hot side, but also your I want that flavor with that too side. We believe we did just that. Okay. It's the true heat complimenting flavor and vice versa. Okay. The flavor complimenting heat. Those who like their salsa brow sweating hot will rejoice, jar after jar. Okay. Great. That sounds good. Sounds promising. I wonder if it would go good with pizza rolls. It smells, it just, it smells like tomato paste. That's not promising. But then again, the other one we just opened. It's true. Um, McConaughey's salsa. It smelled hot and it okay. wasn't hot. And this is incredibly watery. Jardines needs to change his diet. <laughs> Too many Doritos. It's like Miller with that poor ass diet. <laughs> if I can come on the show and refute me, Miller. Last two times I've said something, he's been busy. <laughs> All right, here we, this is really watery. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I got nothing, man. Nothing. I got nothing. Zero. Is this for real? Is this real life? Is this real life? Oh, there's a little bit in the end, but not That's much. That's what she said. Yay. Here, let me get a big old glob. Yeah, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, did not expect that. I did not expect the hottest one to be the first one that we thought was going to be the I most know. mild. I know. Well, thank you, Micah. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Although, um, I think we're both going to agree. What is it? Kalitos? Kalitos salsa. Kalitos? That's the best one. Yep. And that yep. one actually gets you, uh, that Jardines, gets you a big glob of it because it hits you on the back end. I get this, my most bowl-shaped chip. I think we should do a salsa podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just like we just talk about salsas. We spent an entire mm-hmm. episode on salsa. I also realized Oops All Goofs abbreviates out to OAF. Oh, that's- so we'd have Oafcast. Oh, Og? Og. Shit. Ogcast. <laughs> well, Damn. that's still fine. Oops, all fools. Oh. <laughs> I'm okay to not have a podcast that's an acronym that's difficult for people. 
Okay. You know, oh. <laughs> Man, I fucked that one up all day long. I was like, oh, yeah, I just like immediately accepted my own truth. Yeah, that's right. I won't question my, myself at all. Should I get another set of eyes on this? Nah, fuck it. It's good. No, but it's truth. Sign it away. Turn, get that, uh, get that uh, dreidel, spin it, put it in a safe. That's that's my own truth now. It's my idea. I wish all of our listeners could have seen. I wish I could have seen the look on my face when you said "oof," because you, I was like, it, or, "Oh, yeah." I was like, you thought about like, "Oh, wait a minute." <laughs> <laughs> So what? Uh, Micah sent us something else. What is this? He did. He sent us their dried peppers. Not something I've ever heard of. Oh yeah, now I'm getting on the back end. It's there. It's just it's weird. It takes a little yeah, while to get. It's there. like an episode of Dragon Ball Z. It just takes forever to power <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah, it's it's hotter than Calido salsa, but it takes it takes a while. It's really late. It really <laughs> does take a while. Mm. But this um, me Castanito uh, Chile Piquin. Piquin, pecan, whole pequin chilies. So I don't want to eat these dried and raw. Oh, you're supposed to cook with them? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. To rehydrate them. You sure you don't want it? You don't want to just have one? I will I will do this with some I will cook these at some point in something for us to try. Okay. But I did not have time today. But yeah. He sent us something else and we'll have to eat that at a later date. Okay. Well, cool. Exalted Lord Micah Purdue. Well done. Thank you. Thank you for thinking of us. Uh we love, you know, we're just two spicy boys. Yeah. We just, love, we just love to eat. We can't help it. Mm. Uh, we also mm. love labels that look like um, Randy <laughs> Marsh on fire. <laughs> With a sexy girl drawn like well, Beavis and Butthead. I don't know about sexy. <laughs> she looks like an avatar from Palace Chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, I stand corrected. Clearly sexy. Which one thing I didn't know about. I saw on Facebook a BuzzFeed article about like 36... Hard truths for '90s kids. So I looked at it, yeah, and connected some dots that I did not realize from okay. Palace Chat. Oh, okay, hit me. There was a super popular outfit in Palace Chat, and because it was a Tommy Hilfiger, I don't want to say a sports bra or a tube, bra, like a half tube top, or it's just basically a bra that was Tommy Hilfiger. The girl, girls would wear boxers with sagging like. Jinko jeans. Yeah. Not Jinkos, but Tommy Hilfiger baggy jeans, Hilfiger boxers, uh-huh. and the top. Okay. And that the girls was, in Palace Chat would wear that. Yeah. All okay. their avatars. That was a super popular outfit. I didn't know why or where it came from. I just thought, oh, okay, well, that looks pretty good. Okay. That is something that uh, Tommy Hilfiger did in the 90s where that was Aaliyah's thing. Aaliyah. Yeah. I so see. she came out. That's why it listed that in the things. I was like, oh, that's where it came from. And that's why it died. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I think that just proves what I've said for years. You're never too old to learn things about Palace Chat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're never too old to miss Aaliyah. Yeah. So. That's, I mean, my tattoo says it all. <laughs> my Aaliyah tattoo. <laughs> okay. Miss you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect that. God, my dad loved that song. Yeah. Oh, he fucking loved that. I remember him like making me listen to it all. Really? He's like, "Tell listen to this song. You hear that baby crying in the background? That's cool. That's just cool." <laughs> I'm like, okay. 
I love it. I love it because it sounds it's like... It's the first and only thing my dad's ever called cool. Yeah. Well, that's what's funny. You say him saying cool. Like, that may, it like is obvious to me. At least this is what it feels like. It feels like your dad was, like, trying to figure out what you might like and then trying to connect with you over it. And he, then, like, missing the mark. He likes 60 black girls and babies crying. <laughs> I can connect with him on this song. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Internet? I'm Dave. I am your bespectacled host. And... That is a sound. Yeah. Hey, wait, wait. I didn't get a good one. Let me get a better one. There we go. That mm. is the sound of a hot pink slap bracelet that I have been wearing since <laughs> I received the package. Kenna did not know what to think about those. I gave it to Henry, too, and he was, like, very confused. <laughs> he held it like a popsicle stick, and then I think the moment it, like, curled, he was like, no, I'm done with this. Because <laughs> I, Kenna was playing with it. I took it from her and snapped it onto her leg. Yeah, yeah. And she just, like, <gasps> <laughs> I had a little bit of a different reaction. I slapped it on Henry's arm, and he, he was like, off, off. <laughs> See, Kenna loves bracelets and stuff like that anyway, yeah. so she was she was all about it. Well, this That's weird for me to think. This was Henry's first bracelet experience, was the slap mm-hmm. bracelet. So. Uh, it, so it made me think, because today I went through Taco John's drive-thru, um, that's not a paid endorsement. I go there every Tuesday. Yep. <laughs> I pick up tacos for me and mom. <laughs> and um, as I was paying, I saw the guy uh, look down at my wrist, and then he smiled. And I was like, well, he's either gay and he's into me, or he remembers Or he's just bracelet. into me. Or he's just <laughs> into me. Yeah. I mean, it's possible. It's my my... My charisma really transcends <laughs> genders, I believe. Either way, it's coming out. Yeah, right. One way or another, he's seeing my dick. <laughs> so I was, I was thinking about like, I was like, man, I wonder what he thinks of me, just like based on this hot pink slap bracelet. Mm-hmm. And it made me think about Cars. Stay with me here. I know this is weird. Cars, the Disney movie. No, I've never seen Cars, okay, the Disney neither movie. Neither have I. So, all right. Next Patreon bonus episode, Tyler and Dave watch Cars. <laughs> <laughs> so which car do you think would fuck the other car with the cameras off? That's how that conversation goes. Um, okay, so I was thinking about like how I make just like snap judgments of people just based on what they have on their car. Mm-hmm. You know, because people usually have like... Bumper stickers and Bumper shit. stickers yeah. and stuff in the vinyl stickers in the windows and stuff like that. And it's like, I like it because it's like... It it gives me like this moment of being like I like that person I don't like that person you know kind of deal and which is uh, a really weird like power trip to have when I'm driving uh, but I like it but what I what I love the most is when I see something like completely outlandish or doesn't match the car or something like that you know mm-hmm. like a sticker that doesn't match um, I saw this happened a while ago uh, you know how you like when you're driving somewhere. And someone keeps making, like, they're either in front or behind you. They keep making the same turns as you. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have, like, this car buddy that follows mm-hmm. you around for several minutes. Uh, this was uh, earlier this year in the summer. I had a car buddy. I was coming home. Uh, I was coming. I'm sorry. I was going back to work from home on lunch. And I was behind a car that had, I mean, it was this kind of, like, eh, I mean, early 90s model car, like a compact car. I can't remember exactly what model it was. But what I remember clearly was a hot pink vinyl sticker on the back of it that said Dixie Girl. I was like, Dixie Girl? What does that even mean? Like, is that like, is she just like proud that she's from the South or is she like, is she 
I mean, is she like a um, Confederate supporter? Like, where does she, where do her politics lie? You know, is this a political statement or is this just like a, a cute, like, I'm. Here, here did you not hate Dixie Girl? You're right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know what to make of this. And I was like, well, I have to, I got to pass my car, buddy. I have to see, mm. I have to see Dixie Girl. Mm. I have to. I will not be able to complete my day if I do not get an idea of what Dick, uh, Dixie Girl looks like. And I assumed... Also also an alias for Bailey J. Is it really? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was about to say, that is incredibly surprising. <laughs> uh, but I do appreciate the Bailey J. Because <laughs> we, haven't, we haven't mentioned her while. in a long time. Um, so I was like... She liked one of my tweets the other day. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> nice. We're moving up. Um, Bailey J, if you're listening, come on, yeah. come on the show. Let's talk. <laughs> I mean it. Um, you've reached out to Bailey J before, yeah? Yep. She's just got too many. She's got too many followers. Mm-hmm. We're just we're just a drop in the and ocean. Like two of her own podcasts, and yeah. she's been on Amy Schumer's ship before. Oh, so yeah. yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. So um, I feel like Joe Lee Rain was a possibility, but I don't think she ever logged back onto Twitter. So <laughs> <laughs> I um. So I was obsessed. I was like, I got to see Dixie Girl. I have to. So what happened was I um, I passed Dixie Girl like in a completely illegal zone. I was like, I just I'm almost to work. I got I got my time is now. Mm-hmm. I have to do it. Carpe diem. And I fucking drove by Dixie Girl. I looked in the window and there was a man who looked like the painter on Murphy Brown. <laughs> <laughs> And like I swear there was a moment where it's like I should have because this is like a one lane deal, right? Like I should have just pulled right up in front of him and kept going. But like there was this like lingering second where I just like was staring at this man in disbelief. Like I had been like I had been misled in some yeah, way. No, you were hoping to see um Jessica Simpson on yeah. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was. Should have like flagged around a pullover. I'm sorry, are you Dixie Girl? <laughs> <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> and there's a story here and I have to hear it. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. I I would love Dixie Girl if you're listening. Call us 270-883-2555. Yeah. Let us know. I want to know the story behind that. I think it's I love it when I find like when I see a car that someone is driving that's obviously not theirs. I love that. Mm-hmm. Where it's like um is this car stolen? <laughs> <laughs> because it has things like, you know, world's best grandmother or something on it. And then, like, I look and it's like a 15 year old boy <laughs> <laughs> who should not be driving. <laughs> no, <laughs> or not without a legal guardian. There's somebody uh, I work with who, because employees have to park on the fourth floor of the parking garage. So I work with them because I always see their car on the fourth, their, their giant suburban on the fourth floor. When I walked by, they had this, it was a very strange bumper sticker or or just sticker that covered almost the back of their entire car. Yeah. And it was like Chaos Kennel, spelled with a K, with a large, just demonic looking pit bull. I remember I stopped by it. I was walking by it on the way to my car, stopped, just agape at it. I was like, what? What is this? Does he like? Does he work for Michael Vick? Did he just, does he raise like chaotic a, pit bulls? Is he a like, Vickite? Yeah. So. <laughs> And then the other one, someone else that I work with. You don't know the answer? On, no. No. No clue. I, I kind of don't Google want to look it. into it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to? Then I'm I scared. I won't spoil it for you. <laughs> and then the other person who parks on the other side of the parking garage uh, has a Team Mystic sticker. I was like, uh, okay, 
Cool. Yeah. Nice. Person in a large white van, Mystic Sticker. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That's all I got. That's all the time that I can eat up. <laughs> you hear that, Dave? Um, I do hear that. I think I hear that. Mm-hmm. What? What? What is it? Is it the? Oh, it's sound? us. It's us. It's us talking. Yeah. To eat up time because we don't have a lot to say about this game that we've already played. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like that's accurate. <laughs> I kind of do. I really want to fight and say, yeah, I've got a lot to say mm-hmm. about this game. Uh, but I don't. Um, I do have a Dave Reads from Wikipedia, if you're interested in that. I am. Of course I'm interested in that. If you'll give me a, just a moment. I'll give, you, I'll give you so many moments. So many moments. So Can you tell me what the deal is with Pitbulls? Like, the, uh, or the artist Pitbull? Yeah, please. Tell me everything you know about Pitbull. <laughs> Name a song that Pitbull... Uh, Pitbull? Name a song that Pitbull does. <laughs> uh, who, who are yay? Is that one? I don't know. I can recognize a Pitbull song, but I cannot name yeah, one. Yeah, he. Um, I know I've got respect for him because he had a contest about like through with like an association with Walmart, like whatever got the most, whatever city got the most votes for their local Walmart, he would do a concert at. Oh, Reddit wow. got a hold of that. You're right. Where they send them? Where did Reddit send Pitbull? Kodiak, Alaska. To like a like a super small random ass town in the middle of Alaska. Did he do it? He did. Yeah, he did it. I like it. And they like it. they were so happy to see him. So it like has a picture of him with all these Walmart employees in Kodiak, Alaska. Well, I guess why would he care, right? Yeah. I mean, why would he care where he's going? It's not like uh, what was it? Taylor Swift did the same thing for a concert. Really? So Reddit got a hold of it, and the winner was like a school for the deaf. So <laughs> <laughs> instead of doing a concert, she donated like. 25 grand worth of like instruments and teaching tools and things like that to them. So, well, that's still nice. worked out. She could have at least shown up. Yeah, though. Like, yeah. I feel like that's a thing where it's like, hey, I'm going to show up and here's a check. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tyler. Yes, Dave. I do hear Pitbull and Taylor Swift <laughs> eating salsa and talking about Dixie, Dixie girls. <laughs> Dixie girls. <laughs> I almost said Dixie chicks and I realized that's a thing, uh, which of course ushers in a segment that we like to call. Dave reads from Wikipedia. Okay, guys. Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, known as Dr. Robotnik and his Mean Bean Machine in <laughs> Europe. Wow. Big notable. Wow. What do you think caused that change? Like, who in Europe was like, no, This isn't no, a Mean no. Bean Machine. This clearly belongs to Dr. Robotnik. Right, exactly. We do not believe in the apostrophe S here in Europe. Is <laughs> uh, a puzzle game developed by Compile. Compile? Compile. And who knows? And released by Sega for the Sega Genesis slash Mega Drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also came out on the Sega Game Gear and the Sega Master System. It is the Western release of Puyo Puyo and the first Puyo Puyo game to be released in the West. Mm. So that's notable. Yeah. Uh, that's notable. That's notable. <laughs> Uh, the game replaces Puyo Puyo's characters with characters from the Sonic the Hedgehog franchise, being pri- all from the cartoon. Yes, being primarily based on the Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog animated uh, series, rather than taking place on the main games universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it also it is also one of a few titles in the Sonic the Hedgehog series to not feature Sonic himself. Uh, the game was released in North America. 
1993 and came out in Europe in 1994. They needed the extra year to work out the apostrophe fiasco. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the game received generally positive reviews with critics praising the addictive gameplay in different modes while criticizing the quickly increasing difficulty. So there we have it. Ready to close it down? You yep. want to take some calls? Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I have a quiz. We could do that. Yes. Now, see, these games suck for me to do because I don't like Puyo Puyo. I do not like it at all. I was, I, here's what would have been great. It would have been great if I would have gone back and listened to episode 39 of our show mm-hmm. where we talk about Puyo Puyo. Yep. Because we were doing IGN's Top 100 SNES games, and Kirby's Avalanche is on that list. Mm-hmm. And what I should have done was gone back and listened to that and then like asked you questions like, well, has your attitude changed on this or mm-hmm. this or this? Because uh, I'll be honest with you, I have no idea what I said on that episode. I just know I didn't like it. I feel like I wasn't really keen on the game. Yeah, I was not at all. And because I played it, I, I played it, I put Puyo Puyo on both mine and Melissa's phones to play it and catch up a little bit. Nice. And yeah, she immediately, she was playing it. She's like, she's like shitty Tetris. Well, I was like, I agree with you. I, so I, like, it, even the, the jellies. Yeah. It's the exact same thing as Kirby's Avalanche, which is just yeah. like, so I'm torn. I'm torn because it pisses me off because right. like, this is just like this weird reskin that they're just slapping labels on and sending out to whatever console in the U.S. But at the same time, like, okay, Mario Brothers 2 did that, and I love that game. So, like, I don't want to shit all over it because, like, sometimes it works. Yeah. But this is not better than Fantasy Star 2 and Toe Jam and Earl. It's not. Ooh. It's too high. Ooh. To be like this carbon copy mm. game, I think it's way too fucking high. Okay, but, like, Kirby's Avalanche came after this game. Yeah. So like just I mean I get that it's a I get that it's a reskin of Puyo Puyo mm-hmm. but like this was the first version that we had like we wouldn't have been able to play it any other way. Yeah. I get it now. Like I get it in like 2016 um that it is it feels kind of dumb because it's like I guess we don't really do we, we don't really see this kind of stuff anymore where it's like there's a Japanese release but they reskin it for us. That's true. I mean if we do I'm I'm unaware of it. Uh, we what I'm more used to now is there's a game in Japan that I really want to play, but it does not come out here. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing back then, and still a thing now. So I think it's just a lot more rare now. Yeah, because I mean I don't feel like one a lot of stuff gets Western releases. Two, Japan's gaming industry is not what it once once was. They're not top dog anymore. That is so. true. Um, okay, so if you are not familiar with Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, mm-hmm. I did stream it. Uh, I had a good time with it, so I suggest you check it out. I'll have a link in the show notes. Um, I would like to go on the record and say that I think this game is better than Kirby's Avalanche. Mm-hmm. Like, given the choice between the two, even though they're based on the same game, I would choose Kirby's Avalanche um, any day of the week for two reasons. Mm-hmm. The Well, three reasons, uh, but one is like completely subjective. And that reason is, I think it looks better. I like I like the aesthetic to this game better than I like the aesthetic to Kirby's Avalanche. Because Kirby, oh, so you, I mean, Bean Machine is the one you'd rather play. Yes, that I miss. That I misspeak. You, you say Kirby's Avalanche. Oh no, yeah. no, no! Oops, okay. my oops, oops my bad. <laughs> uh, I'm a I'm a real I'm a real goofball <laughs> over here. No, no, no! I would much rather play Mean Bean Machine. Okay, uh, because I like the aesthetic 
I like the visuals better in Mean Bean Machine than Kirby's Avalanche. Uh, I can see where it'd make you mad too, because you love Kirby so much. Oh, a new Kirby game. Oh, this is not a Kirby game. Well, right, but I can separate myself from that yeah. because it's it's the same with like. Uh, do you remember the Yoshi puzzlers? Do you remember like Yoshi Cookie? Mm-hmm. And then there was this Game Boy uh, puzzler I think that was just called Yoshi. Yoshi. Um, those games really set the bar for me to like come, separate come myself. Come blind, fuck slave. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, I mean, Kirby's Avalanche would probably have pissed me off as a kid. But, like, the first time I played it was as an adult, and it was just kind of like, well, okay, this is bullshit. Yeah. Um, But Mean Bean Machine has a password system, which Kirby's Avalanche does not have. Um, So I like that in Mean Bean Machine. You can save your progress. Uh, And I also really like the music in uh, Mean Bean Machine, Mm. which I hear... Uh, are they're essentially rearrangements of the original Puyo Puyo okay. soundtrack, which I really like. They're really um, Time Lord Josh Edwards was watching me play on Twitch, and he put it. He used the perfect word for the soundtrack, and that is groovy. It's I mean, it's like a okay. it's like a groovy kind of soundtrack. Okay, because I played it with the sound off. So, but whenever I was doing some research into it, that was the number one search result for Mean Bee Machine. Was Mean Bee Machine OST. Oh, really? Yep. Uh, there's not many tracks to it um, because I think each different play mode has its own music and it doesn't change. Um, and there's three different modes. There's scenario mode, which takes you to the story of Mean Bean Machine, which I guess we should probably get into at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's a different song for pr- exercise mode, which is you just playing by yourself. Practice. Exactly. And then there's a different track for one player versus two player. Okay. The story of Mean Bean Machine. Are you familiar with it? No, not really. Because, of course, like, I don't like Puyo Puyo. I gave it a shot to see if there's any difference. Do I like it any better now? No, I don't. Because I, I guess I love Tetris so much. I sat down and wanted it to be Tetris, and it's not Tetris, so I don't like it. It's one of those, like, if I had to play it for hours, like, maybe I would get past that stigma, like, the natural stigma I have toward it, but I'm just not going to do that. Natural stigma. I think that's debatable. (laughs) I get it, though, because, like, Tetris is, like, I feel like if you grew up when we grew up, like, Tetris is, like, the staple. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the puzzle game. Yep. Um, Because Tetris was a fucking craze, you know? Like, that really took over. Some games I like, though, um, because what was for the Super Nintendo, uh, the game with Bub and Bob that we played that Nikki was on with us. Um, That is... God, what was that called? Um, yeah, with that puzzler. I know what you're talking about. It's Bub and Bob from Bubble Bobble, mm-hmm. and you're firing bubbles to pop the... The same elemental matches and yeah. these marbles or whatever. Bust, that I enjoyed. Bust so it's not a like, move. Bust a move. All right. Jesus. Thank you, yep. listeners, for <laughs> hanging in there with us on that one. So like that I enjoyed. So it's not like I have a I hate all puzzlers. I love, I love, I guess, puzzle games. I say I love puzzle games, so I like puzzle games, like logic puzzles more than I do, the, you know, this kind right, of puzzle. Right, right. But, like, I like that, so it's not like I just dislike everything but Tetris. And Honey Pop. Yeah, that's I did, a, that's I did a love that. Game. I love that. Which is essentially what Bejeweled is. Yeah, what it is? yeah, Bejeweled with items. Yeah, and Bejeweled is, I like Bejeweled. Yeah, Bejeweled's fine, too, so I just, it's just Puyo Puyo. Something about it, I, I just don't like it. I think... I honestly think that Puyo Puyo is a more difficult puzzle game. Um, okay. Like, I'm not a huge fan of the genre, 
But I can, I played enough of it to I feel like I've got a sense of like what is difficult and what is not. And I think Puyo Puyo is difficult because it's, um, it's introducing the element of, if you're not familiar with how the game works, there are, um, okay, so there are, you need to connect four beans of the same color. Mm-hmm. And once you connect four beans of the In same color. In any way they touch. Right, except for diagonal. So that oh, means okay. that you can you can join them horizontally, vertically, L-shaped, or T-shaped. If, as long as you're connected that way, in any of those ways, they disappear. Uh, and when they disappear, you send a garbage block to your opponent. That's another, I think, big element of Puyo Puyo and Mr. Bean. Uh, God damn it. <laughs> Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. I swear I've been like fighting that all day. I got Mr. Bean on the mind, Fuck man. Yeah, you do. Um, but what makes it different from other puzzlers is that in the main game mode, it's competitive. You're playing against a CPU opponent. Um, and in this game, in Mean Bean Machine, they are very fucking difficult. Like, I, like very, very difficult. There were moments where I was playing where I was like, uh, what am I doing wrong? Because this is fucking possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so that makes it a little different than other games. The opponent is trying to do the same thing. He's trying to match up four beans, uh, four matching color beans to make them disappear. So like Tetris, these two beans will drop at a time. Um, and you rotate them so that you. So try it's Doctor Mario esque in that way. Absolutely, it's a very, very good analogy. Mm-hmm. I forgot about. I forget about Doctor Mario. And I, I don't love Doctor Mario. I think Doctor yeah. Mario is pretty good. Yeah. So I mean, even that I prefer. But um, so you try to make combos. Your opponent does the same, and then the real key to the game is chaining those combos. Like trying to figure out ways that you can make, for example, for blue beans disappear and. Causing beans above it to form chains as mm-hmm. they fall. Yep. The more chains that you combine, the more junk blocks you're going to send to your opponent. And then whoever's screen fills with beans uh, before, well, whoever's fills up first loses. There's yeah. no time limit. But like those beans, like the longer the match goes, the faster they fall from the top, yeah. the faster you mm-hmm. have to make decisions. It gets really hectic. Which I think is fun because that's another element that I don't think you really get in Tetris. Like it gets really kind of hectic as your um, as your screen starts to fill up. Yeah. But like just the sheer speed, I'm telling you, check out the gameplay uh, on Twitch because like there is a moment where I mean these fuckers are like boom, 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 and it's like there's a point where it's just like I can't, my fingers cannot move fast enough. To tell to get them where my brain wants them to go. Yeah, Ooh. I liked it. Yeah, I and I can see I could see why it's addictive too because I played for about an I only played this game for a little over an hour, but I wanted to play more of it. Like I, I wanted to play more of it, but I was also intimidated to play more of it because it was so just ball crushingly difficult. I, mm. I only made it to the second stage. Uh, and that second stage probably took me the majority of that hour trying to clear. It was against Robot Grimace. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember him from the Sonic cartoon, but. Yeah, I mean, it's also, I mean, once you kind of understand how the game works, puzzle games are a little harder to, for us to talk about since it's just like, yeah, it's like this, then it gets faster. 
yeah, I mean, <laughs> come on, I feel like I did an okay job. No, you did a really, you did a really good job. You did a really good job. I was just going to try to build on it and didn't know what else to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk. No, you perfectly explained the game. <laughs> let's talk. I, I perfectly boringly described the game. No, 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 no. You did it eloquently and entertainingly. Oh, well, thank you. You double you E squared it. Just like <laughs> Dixie Girl. <laughs> I, did, I done Dixie Girl proud. <laughs> well, let's talk about since the Sonic Adventures animated series is kind of like a forefront in this game. Do you have any experiences with that? Because I don't think we've ever really talked about the, the Sonic cartoon. I watched it a little bit. I remember, I mean, I may be just remembering incorrectly, but I remember there being like two different Sonic cartoons. One which was like your bonkers Saturday morning, you know, Sonic is just like a cool dude. He's just in trouble. Got to get these rings. And another had a lot more serious tone to it. Yeah. And I liked the one that had the more serious tone. I don't really remember the difference. Like, I remember one, like, where... The one where, like, Tails gets, like, a real bad meth addiction. Well, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and they're Breaking Bad style. Like, right. no, like, a ring was a rarity. Like, I remember, like, an episode where he found one. And I, don't, I remember it being, like... It's weird that, like, for a person who I don't generally like drama and seriousness to my television, for yeah. some reason, like, the memories I have that I hold most dear of childhood television are those moments that were serious and dark yeah especially like reboot i did not really like reboot until it got dark and then it did once once bob got fucking sucked into the internet and then enzo (laughs) had to take up his mantle and fucking got his eye ripped out and then he got taken away and dot is like crushed by depression of her younger brother essentially dying yeah like then i was like this cartoon is badass that does sound really really cool I never so, could get And then into it time it. hops like 20 years in the future and um Enzo looks like Cable. <laughs> so so not a big Sonic Adventures guy? No, I remember yeah, I didn't I remember it just being kind of goofy yeah. and I just it, I think it came out at a time like it wasn't good for me, so I didn't watch a whole lot of it. It did not have a good time slot. I remember so. that cuz I remember having to go out of my way to watch it. I didn't watch a lot, uh but I remember two things about it. Jaleel White uh, voice Sonic, and I, which I like, it was crazy because like he doesn't really even change his voice that much from <laughs> Urkel. So I mean, it was just like I remember the first time watching it as a kid, being like, "Fucking Urkel's a Sonic the Hedgehog? What is going? What is this?" Um, and then Chili Dogs. I remember those two things about the Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon. It's like Sonic fucking loves Chili Dogs. I, ha- I would love to go back and watch it just to see if there, how many references to Chili Dogs there are in that cartoon. Because it's it the has equivalent to, be, to "Excuse it, me, princess." It has to be right because, like, it's like that of all things. That's what sticks in my mind about Sonic. Like, I can't even look at Sonic the Hedgehog and not think about Chili Dogs. Why mm. has this? By the way, how, how is the Sonic drive-through, the drive-up, not licensed? Embrace Sonic. Sonic, yeah. You know how Dairy Queen had Dennis the Menace for the longest time. Yeah, Sonic needs to do that with motherfucking Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> and not this like he's cheap now. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and I'm not talking about this like tall, lanky, like hip Sonic. That's the the out emo now. Sonic the Hedgehog. They should make a pack with Deviant Art. A pact. <laughs> a <laughs> make a, pack? An agreement. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the only deal you make with DeviantArt is you make oh, a blood yeah. pack yeah. that get all the fan fiction Sonic characters yeah you sacrifice five pit bulls from Chaos Kennel <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah you make a blood pact with DeviantArt that's how that's I prefer to talk that's yeah. just how 
I had to pack my employer. <laughs> Uh, I'm also trying to think about serious moments in cartoons before that I also liked. Bonkers. I remember there was a dark moment toward the end of Bonkers, like him trying to confront being a cartoon in the real world and how his life had changed and how he was depressed mm-hmm. about it. There's a serious cast change in Bonkers. Do you remember that? Between his the girl and the guy partner? Yep. Yeah. And there is, dude, I heard something recently about Bonkers, and I thought of you, because I know mm-hmm. out of everybody I know, I probably heard you mention Bonkers God, more bonkers than anybody else. So much. Everybody involved in that cartoon was absolutely fucking miserable and hated it. Oh. That was supposed to be, from what I've heard, I cannot, I haven't verified it, but I've heard that that was supposed to be a Roger the Rabbit cartoon. That makes sense. And that's why it starts out with Bonkers. Is that the character's name? Bonker? Mm-hmm. Bonker? I don't know. And then that... Uh, totally nuts. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then his partner, uh, because it's very much... Over, to, overweight cop in a vest. Absolutely. Vest. <laughs> so it's trying to set up that Roger Rabbit uh, dichotomy. And then like the whole thing of like Toontown or whatever, whatever the fuck it was in Bonkers, because mm-hmm. I cannot remember. I saw that show like twice and was like, I don't know. And then, like, there was that huge shift near the end where uh, he got a new partner. Miranda, the the skinny blonde woman. Yeah. Who I heard was... he got She was like a single mom, and he got close to her daughter, and yeah, being like a... I have not heard mm. anything good about, like, the people involved. Like, no one... Mm. That, that cartoon just didn't find... Like, no one was happy with the end product. Except me. Tyler's, Tyler's you and a bunch of other kids I'm sure I think that if I had been a little bit younger when it was coming out I would have fucking eaten it up because that was like that was just a little bit after like Tailspin and stuff like that I feel like which I fucking loved some Tailspin we still need to play Tailspin yeah we do I need to I've heard it is awful I hear that oh yeah I'm sure it is I remember also Power Rangers like what was it I want to say that like Goldar and Rita kidnapped the Power Rangers like parents and basically blackmailed them like kill your parents unless you give us your power coins well shit okay here you go here are power coins and they can't turn into the Rangers so they're fucking destroying Rita's destroying shit left and right but they asked for their power coins so they gave them theirs Jason still had one extra one because it didn't belong to anybody and he pulls out the Green Rangers power coin I remember as a kid I was like oh my god He's going to save everybody from sex trade. (laughs) (laughs) So they call Tommy back and like Zordon has to give him like his life force or some shit to power his coin. Oh, as a kid, that was like, oh, man. Oh, man. I was, I'm so glad you said Zordon because I was in stream the other day and could not remember the name of the face of Bo in Power Rangers. Mm. Um, And like, it was funny because like, it took a while for chat to get there too, and I remember. So, I can't, God, I wish I could give a shout out. I can't remember who suggested it, but they said Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'll always remember Zordon as Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. Anything else? I don't really have a whole lot more to say about Mean Bean Machine, other than this. It has a. A story where Dr. Robotnik has found a race of living beings that he is going to turn into robotic slaves. Mm-hmm. And you got to save them. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. What was it? I watched the game theory because they were trying to figure out how fast Sonic was. And it varies wildly depending on the game. 
But the only thing is, though, like, the fastest character on foot in Sonic the Hedgehog is not Sonic. It is Dr. Dr. Robotnik. Because <laughs> he's always escaping. Because, yeah, like, no always. matter how fast you're going, Constantly. he's got, like, his arms up, sweating, running much faster than Sonic. <laughs> you know what? That proves. Sonic deserved to lose to Mario. <laughs> well, the, not only that, but science is better than nature. Like, technology is oh, better than nature. Oh, damn. It's gonna, that's, why, mm-hmm. that's why us, the humans, can make animals our slaves. <laughs> Because we're smarter, we got the we got the know how, we got the willpower to do it. See, this is how that one uh, M Night Shyamalan movie happens, where the plants start releasing toxic <laughs> things that make us kill each other. I, I missed that one. I haven't seen. Oh, that forget! One. Like Which for some reason, it? people just start committing suicide, like oh, laying down the, ha- the road. Was that the happening? The happening? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Spoilers. It's plants releasing neuro like neurological toxins that are killing off the human race. I, know. I didn't plan on seeing that one anyway. And so yeah. Um, man, I feel bad for him because like, because of the sixth sense, I feel like it See, I don't a- feel bad for him. I feel no. like he just got fucking lucky twice, oh. twice. Cause I liked Unbreakable. Yeah. Unbreakable other than that, good. like I have not liked an M. Night Shyamalan movie. I feel bad for him because I feel like the sixth sense was such a success. I feel like he like- Can't live up to that. Can't do that again. Not only can he not live up to it, but like he became the twist guy. Yeah. Where it's like, I gotta have a twist. I ha- like that was the whole crux of That's the That's how they sense. made fun of him and Robot Chicken. Like, oh, what a right? twist. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole episode was like sudden turns and then his like bubble would pop in the corner. Oh, what a twist. I haven't seen it. Was it really him? Please. <sighs> Probably not. That'd sound, be awesome. It sounded but... like Triumph, the comic dog, the insult comic dog. <laughs> God, his. 2016 was it 2016 2016 election, election special stuff. on hulu yeah. oh my god it's so good yeah, it's really oh good. fuck it's so good do you have any achievements for this game uh can you help me yep do you have any achievements for this game uh too many mean beans too many mean beans and that's when you lose just from garbage beans huh. piling, piling up. up do you have any other achievements uh there's something about like uh, Scott Skynet arrives as when you lose the, to the computer twenty times in a row. <laughs> I think I unlocked that one. I think I'm responsible for Skynet, Tyler. That's what I'm saying. Um, I have some names, okay. so I need help workshopping some of these. I have I have four names. Only one of those has an actual achievement tied to it. Okay. First achievement is called Mean Girls, and in order to mm-hmm. in order to unlock Mean Girls, you either need to play this game with Tina Fey. Or Lindsay Lohan, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, come on. We, She's probably more. You're probably more likely to play with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, definitely. You could just. I'll just sprinkle some cocaine into a like, <laughs> leave a, a trail into a box with a propped up by a stick. Uh, mean Girls. In order to unlock that, you need to form an all female Doctor Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine Competition League. And that's what you need to do. Okay, I'm trying to think of four Sonic female Sonic characters. Um. I came from an age, I think, where there were none. Hang Amy. So I want like good gorilla. Yep. <laughs> P- Amy the pink hedgehog with her giant hammer. Okay. I don't remember. There's probably her. more. Oh, I, there's a bat. There's a girl bat I don't who was like Knuckles' love interest or something like that. So come, ugh, come on, Knuckles. You do better than a bat. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, and I've got an achievement called uh, Bean Flicker, but I do not know how to unlock Bean Flicker. Oh, because there's red beans. So I'd say yeah. that is that's get a a a six red Ooh, bean combo. Oh, raw 
that yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> rubbed raw red beans. <laughs> I love it. That's good. That's why we're a good team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, second well, achievement. Because I see that Instagram post where they had the Shandra originally posted like this compatibility quiz, and her and Paul Korn got like a hundred and three percent or something. She that's, posted, she's like, "Of course, that's a lot." So I took it. Yeah, put us in it. Yeah, got a hundred and six percent. Yeah, yeah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my other achievement. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, put Melissa in it, and we were like also 106%. So I'm just as compatible with you as I am my wife. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I feel like that. I feel like I, I can concede to Melissa. That's fine. <laughs> you can have Tyler. It's not a big deal. You, I get him two nights a week. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you are like... Your you, sister yeah, lives. It's yeah. fine. You drop it the is, schedule. It's essentially like we won you in like a radio contest. Like we split the raffle ticket. Put your hand on me in the first and last one. <laughs> Put your hand on. Second achievement is called King of the Hill of Beans. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, what you got? Fill up over half the screen mm-hmm. with colored beans. So just and enough. colored bean accessories. <laughs> God, who was it? They were posting in chat about those weird King of the Hill bumpers of where King of the where Hank Hill meets, meets Silver, Silver Surfer, Surfer and guilty. powers his board with propane. <laughs> guilty. Yeah, I loved hearing uh, Hank's oh, that was sales cool. pitch. The I server. expected that to be something yeah. fake from like Adult no. Swim. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Surfer? <laughs> Hold a link to that in the show. <laughs> just the, the shocked, speechless Silver Surfer looking very surprised at Hank Hill and then wearing a Strickland propane t-shirt. <laughs> That's it. That's I've, it. Got, I've got another achievement name. I'm not going to use it because it comes up later in a quiz I have for you. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've had fun today. I mean, it's been okay. Yeah. This is, I mean, it's been okay. It's equivalent to the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's, yeah. Okay. I feel like this game belongs on the list for the sake of being important. Yeah. Um, I feel like we said a lot about a lot of these games. Yeah. It's like, I, oh, it's not great. Okay, it was important. Right. Yeah, the, yeah. I I agree with that. A lot of these I haven't felt like were great games, but it makes sense that they're on the list mm-hmm. because it's like, well, okay. 1989, first like RTS That's game true. on a console. Like yeah. there's a lot of like important games. And on I this guess list. like I know I didn't give Genesis any credit for stuff like that. You know, no. I forget that it's older than Super Nintendo because I came in on the Super Nintendo. Right. So um, you got to really wipe it down when you do that. It <laughs> <laughs> stops working. Because it worked with the NES, just raise that flap, shut it back down. It's fine. Yeah, it's no big Super deal. Super Nintendo a whole different yeah. thing. <laughs> Did you ever have any of the cleaning kits for any of your consoles? No. I mean, I have a I have the Super Nintendo one now in a box somewhere. Yeah, just as a collectible. But no, I had the game the Game Boy cleaning kit, mm. and I had I'm pretty sure. Do you did you guys have a VHS cleaning tape? Yes. Was that just bullshit? Because I, I feel like that so. was just bullshit. I don't know what that does. Does it just spin faster and knock off dust? <laughs> right. I don't know what the fuck that does. Yeah, I feel like yeah, that was my parents getting <laughs> duped out of twenty bucks or whatever. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would you give it? I would have to give this 99 Power of Sire beards from Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Oh. 
Okay, so this is this is this is a this is a rabbit hole. You have to follow me down. Perfect. Let's go. Power of Sire in Castlevania Symphony of the Night is the most powerful item in the game. You use it and it kills everything on the screen. And the animation is a portrait of Vlad the Impaler. Okay. Which supposedly is Dracula, and it kills everything on the screen. There are only like five or six in the in the entire game. So it's an item. It's an item, usable item. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I ever picked one up. Yep. Or if I did, I in typical Dave fashion never oh, used held on it. To it. Right. Yep. So because whenever you used it, like a the portrait appears, like it's just like neon lines in the background, a bunch of sparks go everywhere, everything dies. Only five or six, so I gave it ninety nine of them. The only way to get ninety nine powers of sire is to buy the duplicator, and the duplicator duplicates whatever item you have in your other hand. And it's incredibly expensive. You buy it from. Uh, the library. It's like the what, by far the most expensive thing. I've only known Josh Nance to go through the trouble of getting enough gold to go buy it. And then him just like equipping two powers of Sire and just steamrolling through the castle. <laughs> but so, because we get so many different versions of Puyo Puyo. Yeah. Got to throw in the duplicator to beard. All right. I like it. That was very well so. thought out. I like that. Tyler. Sorry, drink the LIT. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses that sum up how you feel about it Mm -hmm. what kind of glasses would you give it i would have to give it the haunted house fun show mirror glasses of lord mike of purdue at talon falls so that is (laughs) that is micah at talon falls looking in fun house mirrors on either side of each other Uh so he sees his own glasses extend on into eternity (laughs) (laughs) Playing again on, of course, Puyo Puyo being yep. yeah, being have so many fucking again. iterations of yeah. it. Tetris is guilty of that too. Yeah, I think. Even I mean, Tetris itself so. is a clone, right? Exactly. So yeah, the, the one that we know at least. Yep. So what? Tengen. Tengen is the original. You got. Don't give me with the Moscow towers, the black non-licensed NES cartridge. Uh, I'm familiar with Tengen, but I I don't remember. It wouldn't surprise me if the first Tetris for NES was a bootleg. Because I know that game, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was, but I, I don't know for sure. The history of that game is, is fascinating, mm-hmm. and it's like because of where it came from, because it is was essentially a property of Soviet Russia. This, I mean, it um, was just fucking bootleg left yeah. and right because <laughs> yeah. no one could fucking buy. It. They didn't know how to buy it. Yeah. So there's that really cool documentary on Tetris. Tell me about that. I want to watch that. Um, I'll put it in uh, the show notes. It's really really cool. Uh, totally engrossing. Uh, it's it's also kind of sad to like see the story of like the creator of the game and seeing how like he really lost control of his creation because of the government that he lived with him. Man, so. well, when Trump's president, they're gonna be our greatest allies. So that's fine. You're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, fine. <laughs> I mean, we'll just give him Alaska, and then Pitbull will never play there again. It's true. It's <laughs> true. You don't. You're free, Pitbull. <laughs> like freeing the genie and Aladdin. You're free. You're, I wish Pitbull free. <laughs> he never has to go back. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I've got another question for you. I would like to know how much this game is on Amazon. If you were to buy it right now, used on Amazon, how much do you think you would pay for it? See, I've heard of Mean Bean Machine. Like, I heard about it back in the day. And being the first release of Puyo Puyo, like, I'm going to bet there are a lot. I'm going to bet it sold fairly well. I'm going to say $7. Tyler, actual retail value of Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine for the Sega Genesis used at the time of this recording on Amazon is 
four dollars. You were very, very mm. close. Yep. Um, there's also I think you can buy a new copy on Amazon for way too much money. Oh so uh, yeah, of course. If that uh, if that's your thing, you can get that there God. too. I don't think there I don't think there exists a game that I'd be like, yeah, okay, brand new. Okay, well I say that, but I bought Chrono, Chrono Cross new. I still don't have Chrono Cross. I still haven't played Chrono Cross. I'd like to. I haven't opened it. It's a greatest hit, so it's not worth very much. I think yeah. I bought the new, a brand new, still wrapped greatest hits Chrono Cross for like twelve bucks on Amazon. Yeah, I feel like that's. I feel like that's a deal. Yep. Shrug. I mean, I really don't know, but I mean, twelve bucks. That's not bad. Yeah. That's a game we. I mean, I think we'd have a good time doing. I'd love to. I would love to play that game. But. All right, we got that quiz. I got a quiz. Got a quiz. Yeah. Are you ready? I am. You are not excited about it. No, I am. I brought, I brought it up. I am excited about it. If I wasn't, I just would have rolled past. Oh it. yeah, let's just slide and not mention this. Are things like Lose Four Drive? Like yeah. Patrick? <laughs> I think you'll like it. I think you'll <laughs> like it. Um, I actually, uh, before I get started, I need to give a thanks to Wiz and Sage Ian mm-hmm. for helping me with one question. <laughs> I had to call. I called Ian and I said. Ian, do you have a minute? He said, yes. I said, let me ask you this bean trivia question. <laughs> and to which he said, what? <laughs> and I said, well, just, just tell, me, tell me if this makes sense. Uh, and then I asked him the question. Uh, he said that it was, it, he, it was difficult. It was okay. a difficult question. But I'm, so this is the one I'm most curious about you getting. Okay. It's buried in there somewhere. There's 10 questions. Somewhere in mm. here is one that is kind of iffy, but I'm really, really curious if you get to see if you get it. That is number eight. It is, well, I can't answer that. Okay. Tyler. Yes, Dave. Let's start out with a few light calisthenics. Okay. Question number one. Chemical calisthenics. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Blackalicious reference. I like it. I fucking it. love Blackalicious. I do too. Thank you, Jacob of Wolfighting fame, for mm-hmm. telling me about Blackalicious a long time ago. Quest- so, so show notes, um, chemical calisthenics and um, alphabet aerobics. In there. Mm-hmm. Now, like, yeah. first question. Are you ready? Uh-huh. You know how I do also. Um, these questions aren't really questions. They're just, <laughs> they're just statements. <laughs> Statement one. They're just abstract words. Yeah, pictures, man. Just let you your know. mind go. <laughs> Statement one, this British actor is known... Mr. Bean. Well, okay. For <laughs> Rowan dying, Atkinson. For dying on screen. A British actor known for dying on screen? Mm-hmm. Mr. Bean, because this is a Bean-related quiz. <laughs> uh, trying to take a, a moment. You a got British this. British actor that dies a lot on screen. Yeah. That's like what he's known... Doctor like, Who? That's a good guess, but but no... Dying on screen, like what was that black, black something that Rowan Atkinson was in that was... You're thinking Black Adder. Black Adder, yeah. But not, it's not Rowan Atkinson. Okay. <laughs> I promise. Uh, who else dies a lot? Some people say that it doesn't make sense that his first and last name don't rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> Man. <laughs> Pink Panther. <laughs> I'm trying to think. British TV Why shows. Why Panther? What's the th- what's the thought? Because they logical. should rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> should be the pink inkster. I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna. You you've had like one full lit, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, three four. You're almost there. So we'll chalk it up to that. Uh, the answer that I was looking for is Sean Bean. Oh, okay. 
Bean quiz. Sean okay. Bean. It is Sean Bean quiz. You're right. Sorry, you're but right. to remind you, this okay. is a Bean quiz, which I thought you knew because you said Mr. Bean. Yeah, I know. I, I know it's a Bean quiz. So yeah, that didn't. I for I forgot he was British. So I was just like, it didn't click to me. I was thinking TV shows. I got like you. British TV shows. I got you. All right. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. It's okay. We're gonna be fine. You mean Scene Bean or Sean Bond? Right. Yes. So now I'm worried because I felt like that was the easiest question. So now I'm really worried about the one I had to call Ian about. <laughs> That's all right. It's fine. Statement slash question two, Tyler. Mm-hmm. You got Mr. this Bean. one. You got this one. <laughs> Unlike Dr. Robotnik, this bean has a much more common honorific. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean. Got it. Nailed it. <laughs> Mark one down on the T column. <laughs> Question statement number three, Tyler. This golden retriever is famous for rolling that beautiful bean footage. Oh, man. What's his name? Roll that beautiful bean footage. Oh, damn. Jay Bush is the human. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. That is correct. Oh, man. What is that dog's name? I will. Would you like a hint? Airbud Jr. Airbud Jr. is Cosmo. Not uh no, not Cosmo either. Uh, I can help you out. Comment from Full House. Old, also not Comet. Old dog from Homeward Bound. <laughs> <laughs> no, one not, not played by Roseanne Barr or Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Sorry, that's not what we're looking for. I'll give you a hint. This dog has something in common with Christian Leitner. Duke. Duke. Okay. <laughs> the dog's name is Duke. Abject hatred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An outward disrespect for all things good. <laughs> they both stepped on Tony Delft's chest. <laughs> all right, Tyler. Question statement number four. This company purchased a license to sell Birdie Bot's Every Flavor Beans. Jelly Belly? That is Jelly Belly. Okay. Very good. Correct. Next. I believe we're on five. She controls the estate of her father, Kurt Cobain. Oh, so Courtney Love's daughter, um, who there's a good documentary about that basically you're like, oh man, Courtney Love had him killed. I haven't so, seen it. I've heard about it, yeah. but I haven't seen it. Because Melissa watched it and she was like, he totally was killed. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people think that. Just the way, like, the way they, it, I mean, the evidence about him holding the shotgun and things like that don't make a lot of sense for a suicide. And I know the police have, like, gone on record saying, oh, yeah, we fucked that case up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I don't know her name. Um, it is a bean quiz. Yeah, I mean, I know, like, Miss, Miss Bean? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I mean, close. Uh, I was looking for Frances Bean Cobain. Wow. I'd heard her name, but I could not think of it. Uh, her middle name is Bean mm-hmm. because, uh, do you know why? Nope. When uh, Kurt Cobain saw the ultrasound, he thought that she looked like a kidney bean. Okay. That's a sentiment that like makes me really sad. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, that dude, I love that dude, and he is fucking dead. Yeah. So and Courtney loves still alive. <laughs> <laughs> And I know her daughter fucking hates her, so. Question statement number seven, Mm -hmm. Tyler. Mm -hmm. A term used to describe something very favorable or pleasing. It's slang. Cool beans. Mm -hmm. Nailed it. Cool beans. I had a teacher that used cool beans (laughs) all the time. 
next question statement. Blake still uses that on occasion. I do too. Sometimes mm. I bust it out. Um, like when I'm coming. Yeah, cool. that's what I, yeah. <laughs> that's what I like to really. Yeah, yeah. Nick, you want those cool beans oh, on your face? Here you go, girl. Can we spill some cool beans. <laughs> Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Get out of here, Duke. Put on the dog mask. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put on my J. Bush glasses. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. The official preppy handbook describes this clothing line as, quote, nothing less L. L. than prep mecca. L.L. Oh, yeah. Bean. Correct. You're really up to, you're really up on your uh, L.L. Bean man. Yeah, on your official preppy handbook, I aren't you? I have one pair of L.L. Bean pants. Yeah? They're, they are nice. So, yeah, there you go. I dated a girl once who was, like, really into L.L. Bean. Yeah. Glad I don't date her anymore. <laughs> uh, here is the ninth question, Tyler. This product was developed in 1990 to rid the world of flatulence once and for all. Rid the world of flatulence once and for all. Hmm. It's a bean quiz. It is a bean quiz. Beans make you toot. So it's not some kind of magical fruit. <laughs> <laughs> to end flatulence. That's one of my favorite moments from Salute Your Shorts. That always sticks in my mind. Bud Nick's, uh, that episode where he is like, I guess, recording a demo or something for an audition. And like, he keeps getting cut off in the middle of that song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> beans, beans, the magic, <laughs> musical fruit. Oh, is it, this, I assume this is the, the difficult one. A product made to end flatulence. Mm hmm. Beano. Beano is correct. Mm. That's what we were looking for. Mm. Also, not the hard one. Mm. Here's the hard one. Mm -hmm. Last question. One of the few things that the Raven Zoltan will say. The Raven Zoltan. Because Zoltar is the thing from Big? I believe that is the mystical <laughs> Zoltar. Zoltar. You remember when uh, the the mach the amusement machine told Tom Hanks to eat a bunch of beans? Yeah. <laughs> It'll make you bigger, <laughs> or just at least you're dead. Because who was it, Mabimam talking about that show, or Crack talking about that show? Like he's a 13 year old kid. How did that woman feel after he fucked her? Like <laughs> she sees him turn back into 13 year old kid. How she feel knowing she fucked a 13 year old? She seemed okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. She did. Surprisingly. <laughs> Makes me question her character. She Mary Kelly Turnled it. It's fine. Yeah. It, I mean, look, no one would have cared. She, He was a boy and she was a, a grown woman. No one, it doesn't that's, matter unless it's true. flipped the other way that's around. That's true. Because you see that, <laughs> man, whenever those cases come out, everybody argues. Like, you see, look at the Facebook comments for any of those. It's like, wish I had that high school teacher. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, a South Park episode. It's totally nice. different. Totally different. <laughs> that's totally, yeah. yeah. I'm not judging oh. that. I'm just saying that's the that is yeah. That I mean, is no, a true no, it's thing. still the same crime, but yeah, it's just society takes it differently. Um, Would you like me to read it again? Yep. One of the few things that the Raven Zoltan will say. The Raven. What is that? What is that from? I need more context. I can't put it together. Um, you are a big fan of this series of novels. Mm, the Raven Zoltan. He is owned by someone named Brown. Who, Radagast the Brown? Okay, so Raven wore the rings. <laughs> um, think of a series that you're a bigger fan of. Like when you say Raven, I just can't help but think of Game of Thrones. Um, how about uh, how about the Dark Tower series? Oh man, that's a that's a deep cut into 
Because that was only, he was in like the gunslinger, maybe drawing of the three. Well, clearly Ian's a bigger fan of the series than you are. Yeah. So your, your cred's on the line here. Well, I read, man, I read the gunslinger and drawing <laughs> of the three like I was a freshman in college. I was no, I was a senior in high school when I read The Gunslinger. That's a long and a freshman in college when I read Drawing of the Three. I will tell you that this is from The Gunslinger. Okay, the, beans. I, <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for those beans. <laughs> Feed me some beans. Because <laughs> <laughs> I read the original Gunslinger and the re-release that King was like, oh, I wrote this when I was like eighteen. This kind of sucks. I'm gonna redo it. I didn't know that he did that. Mm-hmm. This is change, change the man in black a little bit. Everything else is pretty similar. Hmm. Man, I don't remember. Uh, I'll give you one more hint. Okay. It is the same thing that Bud Nick said in that episode of Salute Your Shorts that I really like. <laughs> the magical fruit. He did say beans, beans, the musical fruit. Oh, musical fruit. It was fruit. one of the few things that this raven said. Man. Supposedly. So long ago. So long ago. I had to call Ian because it was like, hey, hey, dude, I've never read this. Can you confirm? (laughs) Man, that was a real... I mean, you know, he's right. It was a long fucking time ago. Because remember, he befriends, like, basically a hobo in in the village of Tull. I don't know. This is all way, way, way over me. Because I remember, I I loved that book, and I tried to get Meg to read that series. And she read up until the point where... Roland is trying to get information about the man in black from a very obese woman in like a church. Yeah. And she won't tell him. So in order to make her tell him, he shoves his gun in her poon and threatens her. And that's what finally makes her talk. Yeah. And at that point, she was like, nope. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Everyone everyone loves a little sexual assault in their interrogation, (laughs) Uh though, right? Yep. Um, I'm actually King when he was 18, like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, he's going to fuck her with a hot gun. <laughs> uh, that is, that concludes our quiz, Tyler. That was, that was good. That was, that was hard, but it was good. Ian said that that question was hard, and he said that he would not have gotten it had he not known that this was a bean quiz. Yeah. Now, I mean... When did I read? Like, I read the, I finished The Dark Tower. I finished the last book, like, when it came out. I remember that was, that had to be 2004, 2005. Like, I was working at Huddle House. I finished it at Huddle House when I was supposed to be working. I can't even talk. I haven't read that series of books, so I'm going to be grossly underprepared for the movie. So ready for the book. I mean, the movie. Yeah. God, I'm so ready. And I think, man, it pisses me off that people are so mad about Idris Elba because Idris Elba is fucking perfect. I don't know. I like him as an actor, but I don't know anything about the character. So uh, King, King wrote Roland picturing Clint Eastwood, but Clint Eastwood is way too old to do it. Granted, Roland needs to be a little older. Roland needs to be in his 40s. Yeah, but Clint Eastwood, I mean, he's, he's, he's way too way, old now. Right, he's older than that. I think, Idris, I think Idris Elba, nothing in the book, you see the sketches in Wizard and Glass. Yes, Roland is white, but there's nothing important about him being white. Yeah. The only character whose skin tone is important is uh, Detta Odetta. I don't know. She, uh, I don't know who that is. I, I think, uh, but I'm picturing she got a she got a gun shoved up her poon. <laughs> <laughs> she is a uh, woman with multiple personalities that Roland has to uh, bring into the fold. And so she's a very like racially charged, angry. She has like a calm woman and then like an angry black woman persona okay. like she you know and she, like she talks 
I mean, because Roland's the white devil. I mean, so the the racial component to her, okay, important. She needs to be black. Right. But Roland, nothing about Roland says he has to be white or black. Uh-huh. So, but Idris Elba is, he's the right age. He's the right actor. He has the right look. It's fucking perfect. So I have strong, I have strong opinions about that. I'm with, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. I wish yeah. that I'd read the series um, because I hear nothing but good things about it. And I, it's very, it's very different. And I would love to do a Savage Worlds game in in Midworld. Yeah, which is that, is that where setting. it takes place? Yeah, which it kind of indicates that it is Earth after a nuclear war or some kind mm-hmm. of like mass devastation thing where pockets of society were able to rebuild. Like, but it's still like because you will see like. A Texaco station. No one knows what Texaco is, but like the gas station's still there, buried under sand, and uh-huh. they're trying to figure it out. And there are some technology is still there, you know, from back in the day. And question for you: mm-hmm. Do you do you your love of Fallout? Do you think there's any connection? Yeah, to absolutely. This series of books. I think yeah. Dark Tower is what got me on the dysto- dystopia kick. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, as you're describing the setting, it. I mean, it. Reminds me of Fallout. It definitely does, and it, it, I mean the tech is more futuristic because it definitely like it's not like the mass extinction happened now. The mass extinction happens fifty years from now. I got you. So cool. I'd love to read those, but I don't think I'm. I don't have time before the movie comes yeah. out because that thing's coming out pretty soon, isn't it? I mean, the Gunslinger. You listen to the audiobook for Gunslinger pretty quickly. It would probably take me less time to read oh, it. because it's fiction. Yeah, I don't it, do it's well It's not long. It's not long either. Like, yeah. I think Josh read it in two nights. Wow. Okay. Like it's, the, all the others are fucking enormous. The yeah. Gunslinger is pretty short. I, um, I'm actually looking forward to reading that series because I've read a lot of other Stephen King. I always have. Like, since like, I was a kid, I read Stephen King. There are a lot and of I, characters and references. That's what I hear. I hear that, that, that the... Dark Tower series like ties a lot of that stuff together mm-hmm. into one kind of like what universe. is it? Because like his his adventuring party is called his quartet, and it's a very it's f- four people and an animal in his quartet, and the closest person who's not quite in the quartet but is basically a member of their party is the priest from Pet Cemetery. Oh, plays wow. a plays a big important wow, role. Wow, cool. So, yeah, man, I'm into this. Yeah, <laughs> I have to read this. <laughs> I am. I'm into this. So he's like, he gets his own like chapters and stuff, and oh, no one, really? no one else does that. Oh man. So he's important to the story, and the guy from, oh, I can't even remember, but a lot of King's characters you see. So cool. I love, I love that. I love that everything's kind of connected in his fiction. Yeah. It's a nice touch because it's like. I, like reading a lot of his stuff, I wouldn't even know it, right? It's kind of mm-hmm. one of those things where it's like, it's there, but if you don't know about it, it's not a big deal. But yeah. if you do know about it, it gives it's deeper cool. meaning to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. That was a quiz. That was That's all I've got to say about Mean Bean Machine mm-hmm. other than um, I recommend it over Kirby's Avalanche. Uh, I think it's a better game. Yeah. I think it's a. I, I haven't played the original Puyo Puyo, so I do not know if it's a better port. Um, but I think it's a better game than Kirby's yeah. Avalanche. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, we're we're about at time, so we don't really have time to make any calls or anything. So wrap it up. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, so don't miss the next episode. Either Kick Chameleon or Shining Force or Haja. We'll figure it out. Yeah, it's up to Drew. Yeah, up to Drew. Check out Hops and Heroes. It's a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's good. I enjoy it. It's Drew's good on. He's Drew one. Drew, it's true. <laughs> uh, let's see. 
hey, you like this show? We're on iTunes, biggest marketplace. So if you want, you can go to iTunes, find us, give a five-star review, write a review. We, we love that. It helps. Mm-hmm. You need to subscribe, five-star review, write a review. Mm-hmm. It matters. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't want to do it there, you can go to Amazon. We got a shirt there. Yeah. So not the bootleg shirt. Our shirt, exclusively blue. Yeah, exclusively. Our shirt, is, our shirt is the blue one with uh, the five star reviews. So thank you, thank you, terrified Michelle, because she returned her and her wife's shirts. I think I think just she had the bootleg. Returned it, got a new one, posted a picture on the Facebook. Thank you, it, awesome. I love that. I really fucking love that. You guys are amazing. Mm-hmm. It that makes me like that makes me feel great that we have listeners who would do that for us. Yeah. But it also makes me even angrier that that bootleg exists because it's like that bootleg inconvenienced one of our people. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And like that really that irks me because it's like because some because someone made this bootleg shirt. I guess I I guess they bootleg like small people's stuff because like we're not gonna get a lawyer and sue. You know? No, no. That's so I guess that's why it targets maybe maybe once a certain amount of. Reviews are written. I guess it's a bot. I don't fucking know. We don't. We have fucking, no idea. Yeah. But I have. I have asked Amazon to take it down, and I have not heard back from them. So that makes me think that it's going to be there for, for a, while. a while. Yep. So if you plan on getting a shirt, get the one that's blue and has all the, mm-hmm. the five star reviews. Yep. So and then uh, we're on various forms of social media: Facebook, Twitter, yeah. all that. So if you have anything you want to talk to us about. Like, be it uh, you have an episode request, any guest host you want for an episode, a Patreon request. Yeah. Here, here's something I want to hear about. Okay. Because I saw it. I've seen it several times. And most recently, someone brought it up again. I'm sorry to remember who it was. Um, I think it was... Oh, I can see it in my head. It's the tip of my tongue. Uh, I'm going to check. Just because just cause I want to give them... Yeah, please. Because I want to say it was Robin, is who I think it was... Robin Thorne. Robin Thorne brought up missing Super Nintendo games. So like the golden age of Tadpog being the top 100 SNES games. We get that fairly frequently. Yeah, People love classic Tadpog. People love the SNES Tadpog. You know, all that kind of stuff. So here, here is my question to, if you can send me on Facebook, whatever, that's fine. So my my question is, why why are those episodes so good to people? Let me know why those are why those are so special to you. Mm-hmm. Is it because it's Super Nintendo? Were we so much different back then? What about back then was so appealing mm-hmm. that I, that I want to know. So please, like, I mean, I'm I have a Twitter, uh, so you can't do it on Twitter. It's probably not the most effective way, or, or but a, a private message on Facebook, either to Tadpog or directly to me, whatever. Because I'm just curious about that. So yeah. please let me know. Yeah, I am too. I do think that we're different than we were. I yeah. mean, that was, we started this show, I mean, almost four years ago. Yeah. I, we've definitely changed. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, we, we, you and I both have gone through several life changes. Yeah, we since share, we we've had show. life, life milestones that we've experienced on the show. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, that would be my guess, but I don't know. And if that, if that is the answer, I don't know. I don't think there's, I think it's just, Tadpog just kind of evolves as we do. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, but so yeah, please get in touch with me and let me know. Yeah, uh, let's see. Idea. But but whatever you have to say to us, all those requests, anything like that, whatever you have to say to us, we promise we will get to that eventually. eventually. Don't worry, guys. Like Tyler said, we're going to be back. We're going to be talking about something. In the meantime, you can always find us on tadpog.com. 
That's where the show notes live. Hey, do you want to see the trailer to Carlito's Way? That's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll mm-hmm. post that uh, Tetris <laughs> documentary if I can find it. That'll be there as well. Listen, some Black Alicious. Um, yep, there'll be some Black Alicious songs on there. I mean, just check it out. You want a sweet Aaliyah jam? That'll be there too. I mean, there's so many delights just waiting there. Uh, I'm a baby now. Sleep, sleep, sleep. <laughs> I'm <mean, running> now. <laughs> You can also find us on Facebook. We are at facebook.com slash tadfog. Uh, there's a lot of cool people there doing a lot of cool shit. Uh, we're on Twitter. We are at tadfog underscore podcast. It's cumbersome. I realize. Uh, hey, big thank you to everybody who is retweeting us, especially our episode announcements, because uh, that warms our hearts. Uh, we guarantee it. Uh, I went to a doctor, certified heart warmer is what he said. You can also, uh, if you'd like to, give us a call. Sometimes we uh, play voicemails on the show and read text messages. Uh, shoot us a line at 270-883-2555. Uh, we have a Patreon. If you enjoyed, yeah, right. if you enjoyed this, uh, consider uh, donating to our Patreon. Uh, because A, um, it makes us feel good, and B, um, it really makes us feel good. Uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash tadpog. And I would like to take a moment to thank a few people who have recently uh, donated. I'd like to thank our very own, quickly rising, our rising star, the bloody-handed otaku Jack of Ziggy Moons, mm-hmm. Mike H., who has just recently upped his pledge. Um I would like to thank Micah Perdue uh, for upping his pledge and for providing us with a tasty salsa today. Thank you, Micah. I would like to thank Nick Price for upping his pledge uh, by a good amount. Nick, thank you. We really appreciate that. And uh, we've got a uh, we have a new donor. This actually just came in. Mm. Uh, this is I'd like to thank Michael for uh, his recent donation. Uh, I hope you enjoy them bonus episodes that we've got up there. Um, that is something that everybody gets who donates mm-hmm. at least a dollar on Patreon. You get our bonus episodes that we've recorded and you get the ones that we uh, are going to record in the future, which we need to do for October still. Um, I need to talk to you about uh, yeah. Chandra's availability. Mm-hmm. She got in touch with me on that. So as soon as I get my work schedule, because we work with the skeleton crew so she hasn't my boss has not been giving me my schedule until the last day of the previous schedule it sucks yeah i was talking to nikki about like schedules just the other day i was like you know what like there's a part of me that really misses having a non-regular schedule i know that's crazy i know Mm -hmm. that's fucking crazy talk but there's something you like a wednesday or thursday off yes (laughs) that's that's the appeal to it where it's like i feel like i could have like a mini vacation um, if the schedule just kind of landed exactly the right way. Yeah. But in the reality of it, I have to remind myself that it makes it difficult to like make weekend plans and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, because I can't do it. So, hmm. uh, let's see. If you want to send us something. Yeah. Postcards. I love the postcards. Mm, yes. You have a package, games, uh-huh. treats, gross food, mild to hot salsas, whatever. We have a P.O. box for that. So yeah. please send that. I love the postcards. Love them. Yeah. Want to make a big thing. It's going to be it's gonna be awesome. It's going to be huge. So it's going to be huge. <laughs> our fans, our fans, we have the best fans, Dave. They send us the best. They send they send us the best postcards. <laughs> we real I mean we really do have the best listeners. I assume some of them are rapists. 
Well, but, but but they send us the good yeah. postcards. I assume some of them have used some questionable tactics while interrogating <laughs> someone. Uh, so please send that to Tadbox Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box three seven eight five, Paducah, Kentucky four two zero zero two. And then we also have an Instagram, putting more and stuff on there. All this good stuff we get from packages, the postcards, it's all up there. So please uh, follow us on Tadbox underscore Instagram. Yep. Um, we got a Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. You could just uh, just search for Tadbog on Twitch. That's the easiest way to do it. Uh, let's see. I guess I mentioned that I have a Twitter. So, like, you do the Tadbog handle, Tadbog underscore podcast. I have my own personal one at Tyrone7570. I don't use it often. I follow a lot of porn stars. So, that's basically what I use it for. You're doing it right. But but, it, but I'm reachable yeah. on it. So, there you go. I've all but abandoned my personal one. I don't, yeah. think I've, I don't think I've logged into my personal one since we created the Tadpog mm, Twitter account. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, our theme song is moved. Let's take more job. We'll that track from that show. It's Tadpog.com. Yep. Dave, how do you want to close this one out? Um, I think we should close it out as our favorite bean. Okay. So until next time. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Bean. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>